0: chapter 14 of resanov this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by larry wilson resanov by gertrude atherton chapter 14 governor ariyaga comandante argello and chamberlain resanoff sat in the familiar sala at the presidio content in body after a culinary achievement worthy of padre Landayeta, but perturbed and alert of mind upon the arrival of the two california dignitaries in the morning resanoff had sent davidoff and langsdorff on shore to assure them of his gratitude and deep appreciation of the hospitality shown himself his officers and men the governor had replied with a fulsome apology for not repairing at once to the juno to welcome his distinguished guest in person and pleading his age and the one hundred and seventy-five english miles he had ridden from monterey begging him as a younger man to waive informality and dine at the house of the commandante that very day rezanov had complied as a matter of course and now he was alone with the men who held his fate in their hands the dark-worn rugged face of don jose who had been skilfully prepared by his oldest daughter to think well of the russian beamed with good will and interest in spite of lingering doubts but the lank wiry figure of the governor who was as dignified as only a blond spaniard can be was fairly rigid with the severe formality he reserved for occasions of ceremony being a gentleman who loved good company and cheer and his sharp gray eyes were almost shut in the effort to penetrate the designs of this deputy this symbol this index in cipher of a dreaded race rezanov smoked calmly made himself comfortable on the slippery horsehair chair though with no loss of dignity and beat about the bush with the others until the governor betrayed himself at last by a chance remark what you say of the neighborly instincts of the russian colonists for the spanish on this coast interests me deeply excellency but if russia is at war with spain russia is not at war with spain said rezanov with a flash of amusement in his half-closed eyes napoleon bonaparte is encamped about halfway between the two countries they could not get at each other if they wished while that man is at large europe will be at war with him no two nations with each other ah exclaimed Ariaga, that is a manner of reasoning that had not occurred to me the comandante had spat at the mention of the usurper's name and muttered chinchosa and rezanov recalling his first conversation with concha looked into the honest eyes of the monarchist with a direct and hearty sympathy no better epithet for him he said and the sooner europe combines to get rid of him the better but until it does count upon a common grievance to unite your country and mine ah good muttered the governor good i am glad that nightmare has lifted its bat's wings from our poor california captain O'Kane's raid two years ago made me apprehensive for he took away some eleven hundred of our otter skins and his hunters were aleutians subjects of the czar a negro that deserted gave me the information that they were furnished the bostonian by the chief manager of your company barnhoff whose reputation we know well enough for the deliberate purpose of raiding our coast, rezanov shrugged his shoulders and replied indifferently i will ask Barnov when i return to sitka and write you the particulars it is more likely that the aleutians were deserters this okane would not be the first shrewd bostonian to tempt them for they are admirable hunters and ready for any change they make a greater demand upon the company for variety of diet than we are always prepared to meet so many are the difficulties of transportation across siberia when therefore the time arrived that i could continue my voyage i determined to come here and see if some arrangement could not be made for a bi-yearly exchange of commodities we need farinaceous stuffs of every sort I will not pay so poor a compliment to your knowledge of the northern settlements as to enlarge upon the advantages California would reap from such a treaty. The governor, who had permitted himself to touch the back of his chair after the dispersal of the war cloud, stiffened again. Ah, he said. Ah, he looked significantly at the commandante, who nodded you come on a semi-official mission after all then it's entirely my own idea said rezanov carelessly the young czar is too much occupied with bonaparte to give more than a passing thought to his colonies but i have a free hand can i arrange the preliminaries of a treaty i have only to return to st petersburg to receive his signature and highest approval it would be a great feather in my cap i can assure your excellencies he added with a quick human glance and a sudden curve of his somewhat cynical mouth um said the governor um but arguello's stern face had further relaxed after all he was but eleven years older than the russian and although early struggles and heavy responsibilities and many disappointments had deprived life of much of its early savor what was left of youth in him responded to the ambition he divined in this interesting stranger moreover the idea of a friendly bond with another race on the lonely coast of the pacific appealed to him irresistibly he turned eagerly to the governor it is a fine idea excellency we need much that they have and it pleases me to think we should be able to supply the wants of others fancy any one wanting aught of california except hides to be sure but did not think our existence was known save to an occasional british or boston skipper it is true we are here only to christianize savages but even they have need of much that cannot be manufactured in this godforsaken land and we ourselves could be more comfortable god in heaven yes it is well to think it over excellency who knows we might have a trip to the north once in a while life is more excellent with something to look forward to you should have a royal welcome Baronoff is the most hospitable man in russia and i might have the happiness to be there myself i see by the way that you have not engaged in shipbuilding i need not say that we should supply the ships of commerce with no diminution of your profits we build at Okhotsk, petropalovsky kodiak and sitka moreover as the bostonians visit us frequently and as your laws prohibit you from trading with them we would see that you always got such of their commodities as you needed they come to us for furs and generally bring much for which we have no use Captain DeWolf, from whom I bought the Juno, had a cargo I was forced to take over. I unloaded what was needed at Sitka, but as there was no boat going for some months to the other islands, I brought the rest with me, and you are welcome to it if, in exchange, you would ballast the Juno with samples of your agricultural products. While the treaty is pending, I can experiment in our colonies and make sure which are the most adaptable to the market. Mm, said the governor hum mm. did not remove his cool direct gaze from the snapping eyes opposite i have not the least objection to making a trade that would fill my promoscia with joy but that was by no means the first object of my voyage which was partly inspired by desire to see as much of this globe as a man may in one short life partly to arrange a treaty that would be of incalculable benefit to both colonies, and greatly redound to my own glory. I make no pretense of being disinterested. I look forward to a career of ever-increasing influence and power in St. Petersburg, and I wish to take back as many credits as possible. I understand. I understand. The governor rested his lame back once more. Your ambition is the more laudable, Excellency, since you have achieved so much already. I am not one to balk the honest ambition of any man, particularly when he does me the honor to take me into his confidence. I like this suggested measure. I like it much. I believe it would redound to our mutual benefit and reputation. Is it not so, Jose? the comandante nodded vigorously i am sure of it i am sure of it like it much much i will write at once to the viceroy of mexico and ask that he lay the matter before the cabinet and king without that high authority we can do nothing but i see no reason to doubt the issue when we who know the wants and needs of california approve and desire we are doomed to failure in this unwieldy land of worthless savages but it is the business of the wretched servants of a glorious monarch to do the best they can rezanov had an inspiration you might remind the viceroy that spain and the united states of america have been on the verge of war for years and suggest the benefit of an alliance with russia in the case of the new country taking advantage of the situation in europe to extend its western boundaries arayaga had bounced to his feet his small eyes injected and blazing ah, those damned bostonians he shouted i distrusted them years ago they have too much calculation in their bluntness they cheated us sold us short traded under my very nose stole our otters until i ordered them never to drop an anchor in california waters again if their ridiculous upstart government dares to cast its eyes on california we shall know how to meet them the sooner they march on mexico and lose their conceit the better how they do brag afah it is sickening i shall remember all you say excellency and thank you for that hint rosanov rose and the commandante solemnly kissed him on either cheek "'Governor Arriaga is my guest, Excellency,' he said. "'I beg that you will dine with us daily, unofficially, "'that you will regard California as your own kingdom, "'and come and go at your pleasure. "'And my daughter begs me to remind you th- and your young officers "'that there will be informal dancing every night.' "'So far, so good,' thought Resinoff, "'as he mounted his horse to return to the Juno.' But what of my cargo? I fancy there will be more difficulty in that quarter. End of chapter 14